Welcome everybody to the Leadership Community Podcast for Vancouver Church. I'm stoked that you joined in. This podcast is intended to lay out the vision, the values, and the strategy of the church for the sake of our leaders and to give you clarity on where we're going, how we're trying to get there, and how you can maximize your kingdom impact. So with that, let's jump in to the episode. Welcome, everybody. We're going to talk about the summer series coming up. We have the privilege of having Amber with us. Good to have you, Amber. It is really nice to be back. Uh, Thanks for having me, Chris. I want to talk about the summer and what series are you planning for summer fun for us at Vancouver Church? The Book of Daniel. So we're talking Fiery Furnace. We're talking Lion's Den. Yeah, yeah. All the classic kid stories. It's so compelling. I um, am really looking forward to unpacking this, been reading it through, reading it through, doing a bunch of studying, really stoked to dig in. Uh, I think I have a felt board. Do you want me to get it out and we can use it? Yeah, why don't you get that out and uh, I'll let you know when we need it. Okay, I'll be ready. So tell us, why Daniel, why now? Uh, Daniel, as many, many of you know, Daniel is the story of him and his, his friends and they get carted off to Babylon, and they have to live in this complete pagan culture. Uh, They literally, they're given uh, names of these other gods. They work for the emperor uh, in this powerful and destructive kingdom. And it's really interesting that they'll take on the clothing and they'll take on the look, but then there's these other things that they reject. Uh, Of course, they didn't want to eat food. They wouldn't bow to the idols. They wouldn't stop praying. So Our country is increasingly becoming what many call post-Christian. And that doesn't mean that it's all anti-Christian. It means that it is, um, I've heard it said this way, that people want the kingdom without the king, meaning they want to have justice. They want to have mercy. They want to have care for other people. Uh, The way of Jesus, really, they don't want God as the authority over it all. They want to be authority over their own lives. So uh, this is such a cool picture of how do you live in a non-Jesus focused culture? Mm, That's going to be exciting. I I know, like I was joking about the felt board, but I think there are some stories that a lot of us know, perhaps from our childhood that are, you know, the exciting action stories, but there's a lot of great principles from that we can observe from Daniel's life. Can you share some of those with us? Oh, so loaded. Uh, I mean, when God reveals to him, the dream of the King in chapter two, there's this beautiful poem that he sings about God handing out wisdom, and it, it drove me in my own time with the Lord. In fact, I'm I'm picking up a, a little card that you can see, nobody else can see, but it's a little oh, I don't know, responsive piece to the Lord, or just a reflection, I guess. Actually, and it says, "So you think you're wise?" And <laughs> it just tripped me into this whole idea of, man, next to other people, yeah, sometimes I think I'm wise, but next to God, I'm a joke. And so it's it's really humbling, but very hopeful. Uh, it talks also about the fact that God rules over everything, that literally the dreams that the king has and Daniel interprets, uh, as you know, those predict the kingdoms of um, Persia and the Medes and the Greeks and uh, the Roman empires that, are, that will come and they'll rise and fall and rise and fall and rise and fall. But God is working all of history towards his goals. 
and that we can retain hope in him and faith in him. So that's another huge theme that we'll be unpacking. There's this section in Daniel where there's some people that are out to get Daniel and Daniel was told not to pray about that situation. Like he was told he wasn't supposed to do this. Correct yeah, me if I'm wrong. This is a Daniel little, six. okay. A little bit scary to tell a pastor story, a, a Bible story to a pastor, but it, there's, <laughs> a, there's a line that says that Daniel went in to pray as he was in the custom of doing. So it was just this automatic response that Daniel had to everything in his life. Like that was just the posture that he, he had created over a life, a lifetime of following God. And so yeah. I love Daniel's example. I, I can't wait for, for you to share a little bit more with everyone about Daniel's life. Yeah, it's, um, it really is incredibly compelling. In fact, that very passage you're mentioning was deeply informative to me when the governor said we cannot sing uh, out loud. And I know there's a lot of a lot of different views on that, but what crystallized to me was Daniel had no attitude. He went on no campaign. He wasn't trying to stick it to the king. He just he just continued to move forward in both the focus and the form of worship. Um, and the point you're making is that just this lifetime of being committed to that just drove him no matter what the results were be, it threw him in a, in a lion's den and, and God decided to bail him out. Uh, so yeah, there's, he, he was both a servant to the kingdom of Babylon and he was subversive at the exact same time. This is what Jesus does. He shows up, he blesses so many of the kingdoms of this world while he works to undermine them, but with a different approach, not a military approach, but with that of surrender and sacrifice and giving up, it's incredibly challenging. And I want to mention this to leaders. If you would begin to read through the book of Daniel and just read it over and over, go on the Bible project. They do a great job of it. There's other sources that you can get out there, get familiar with this book and get your people. If you're a life group leader, if you lead the greeters, if you um, are part of the worship team, then start digging through and praying through because it's important is as the teaching is um if people aren't consuming the scriptures themselves we're just going to uh have such a deficit in what we want to gain and we'll watch the holy spirit take that stuff that that we dedicate to him the the, the reading of the scriptures and then he he just loves to set that stuff on fire and move forward so at the end of the series of daniel what are you hoping that we'll learn i'm hoping that we can learn how to live in a self-differentiated fashion that we would take our cues off of Jesus and just increasingly not taking them off the culture, yet we avoid just flat out um, brawling with the culture or trying to escape the culture or just absorbing it and being compromised in it. What does it look like to bless the culture, but stand very distinctly apart from it? My hope is that we have better grids for that and we can be the people of Jesus in a day and age where there is so much tension and there's so many strong opinions that we would be finding the opinions of God um, and living by those a whole lot more than our political parties or our, you know, sometimes even our, our own family members. Uh, we got to find a way of Jesus.
Mm-hmm. That's exciting. So I guess if you need any sermon illustrations, we can look into getting some lions on the stage or a big furnace. I mean, there's, there's so many options in this book. It's, it's going to be exciting. Right. I, I think the lions is a great idea. And in fact, we have a few of them on order. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Well, thanks, Chris. We're excited for Daniel and what God is going to, to do through that series this summer. Thanks for listening, everybody. Looking forward to seeing you all summer long. Bye.